Satnam, 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 beautiful sovereign women, Satnam. You know, as we enter into the age of Aquarius, into the age of information and technology area, more and more women are definitely feeling like this sense of feeling lost. In fact, feeling like they have no purpose, loneliness, and just like no direction is one of the top reasons why many women come to me, especially as they are seeking out uh, pathways to healing their body, their mind, and their spirit. And if we really understood, especially at how our brains are impacted by technology, our lifestyles of constant stress, of drinking nitro cold brew, of the pandemics and not healing our childhood trauma or addressing our ancestral karma, then I think that if we understood that, it would be a lot easier for us to understand why we feel lost. Well, what if I told you that even in this very trying, high-pressure time, you could not only learn to go beyond survival, but that you could actually thrive. Well, today on the Sovereign Woman Movement podcast, we're going to be talking about three reasons why you really feel lost and three solutions to finding your way back home to yourself. Satnam, beautiful, beautiful goddesses. Welcome, welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement podcast, where we believe all women can holistically self-heal body, mind, and spirit with my SWC method of Kundalini Yoga Therapy and Spiritual Psychotherapy. And this, beautiful goddesses, is our movement of women reclaiming their sovereignty in all areas of their life. So welcome, welcome. Thank you all so much for being here, Satnam. What a week we are moving into this week we actually will commence what we do every year which changes a lot of people's destinies it changes the direction of their life and that is we are inviting and welcoming the eclipse season i was really excited this morning in sadna sharing with my community how powerful this week would be as it relates to new beginnings and i can assure you that all of us in one way or another we're going to receive a surprise in one way, shape, or form that's going to completely change our pathway, our destiny, and where our life is headed. Because that's what eclipses actually do. They're potent energy that actually really bring these new beginnings or new awareness that then allow you to create a new life. And when it falls, the solar eclipse falling on a new moon, on a second new moon, in the month of April, right after Pluto, the planet of destruction, goes retrograde, we're talking about very transformative, high-impact energy. And there's a lot of blessings with this energy, too, which on Wednesday, when we come back with the podcast and I share with you the Medicina, the uh, Kundalini meditation to help you with this week's uh, inner SWC work, I'll go a little bit more in detail as to the solar eclipse, what to expect, how to harness the energy. In fact, Wednesday's meditation is going to help you so that you can work with the energy in unloading the subconscious mind so that you don't get put back in these karmic patterns of repeating the same mistakes over and over again. So join me again on Wednesday as I share with you that information as well as a little bit more about the solar eclipse that's happening on Sunday, April 30th, because April is going to go out with a huge bank, just in case you all haven't uh, felt that energy already. But today, particularly, I want to talk about something that I get asked a lot, 
especially when people find out that I was formerly a real estate broker for 15 years in the Valley, uh, pretty successful. I was really involved in local, state, national community uh, leadership. Uh, owned my own company at one point, sold it to an investor, then ended up uh, moving into a bigger leadership role where I served um, for a broker as a broker for a very big institution. And uh, I coached and mentored a lot of business entrepreneurs, over 100 business entrepreneurs at one point. And so a lot of people, women especially, that come to me and they know that now my pathway is uh, helping women holistically heal body, mind, and spirit. One of the things they tell me a lot is like, I feel lost. Like, I feel like I have no purpose or I'm just burned out. You know, I feel like my nervous or they don't even talk about their nervous system. They're not aware of it, but they just have high levels of anxiety or like just nervousness. And, and a lot of the times that looks like depression because think about like feeling lost. It literally is like a state of consciousness where life doesn't mean have any meaning. You're confused. There's no connection to something bigger than yourself. I mean, it's pretty problematic. And in fact, it is the root cause of, of people being so unhappy with their lives. There's a reason also why more suicides and deaths occur on Mondays because people have to go to work and they don't like what they're doing and they feel like there's something bigger that's calling to them and that they just simply cannot tap into them or cannot find it. So today I want to share with you the three reasons why you feel lost and then also the three solutions because that's the beauty. I mean, we're living in this age of Aquarius where the pressures of these times, we can all feel them tremendously, right? There's so many things coming at us from so many different places, but what we need to really stay aware of as well is all the amazing solutions. I mean, we have access to tools that our ancestors never had access to. We have access to information and technology. I mean, one video can completely change your life if you integrate what they're talking about, right? Even if, if you become a junkie and all of a sudden you're just absorbing information, but truly not walking the talk, then it's going to take you a, a little bit longer as it relates to that illusion of time. So my intention for you all today is to break free from that feeling of feeling lost and to allow yourself to see where you sit in these three different areas of why you might be feeling lost with a lot of compassion, and with a lot of awareness because we cannot change what we're not aware of. And if we don't have compassion, when the awareness does come, then we also get stuck in those places of feeling like we're not worthy or why am I always running this program in my mind or why, why, here, why am I here again? You're exactly where you need to be. And the healing journey, a big part of it is compassion. So let's get right into it. You know, what are the three reasons why you feel lost? And how do we come back home to ourselves? Well, the first reason is something that I talk about a lot. And a lot of people skip over this. And this is why holistic healing is so important. Because, you know, when you have physical illness, treating symptoms, you're not addressing yourself as a whole, right? Holistic, whole, body, mind, and spirit. And we know, and this is sadly, you know, uh, medical professionals in modern medicine are not equipped. They're not equipped or trained to really talk about the mind or the emotions that lead to why the patient is actually in their office, whether it was an emergency in the ER or whether it's an illness that this person has, right? Like they're just not trained for that. They're, they're, they're trained to look at symptoms and not really look at the individual 
as a whole. But the number one reason why I find that women especially feel like they're lost is because they're still living in some kind of polarity. And the polarity is the separation of God that is created through one thing. And that is the lack of forgiveness. So the number one reason why you feel lost is because there's work to be done as it relates to forgiveness. Whenever we become sick, physically sick, we I know through my own spiritual psychotherapy work, my own experience, personal experiences, and the experiences of my clients and uh, women in my coaching and group, uh, group coaching community, that whenever we're talking about physical illness, we are talking about a grievance that we're holding on to. And many of the times we become physically ill when we don't forgive as a way our body responds and projects out the guilt or in essence tries to make that individual, even if an individual is not in your life, tries to make that situation like the reason why you're not happy. And in any time we're going through any types of challenges, the reason why we actually feel lost is because we're lost in the cycle of the illusion that something has gone wrong. You're taking things personal because you don't know who you are and you're not understanding that every individual only acts out of their level of consciousness and has nothing to do with you or who you are. And you continue to put yourself in this illusion of punishment, of I'm separate from source, I'm separate from God, and either I deserve the punishment or another individual deserves the punishment. And because of that, when we don't forgive, what happens is our energy system, you are thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And when you don't do the work of forgiveness, you might think even at a layer, because forgiveness is deep work. So you might even think, oh yeah, I forgave that person. But many people forgive with attachments, like we've talked about in my in the podcast many times, meaning I forgive you because I also am a sinner and you believe there's something wrong with you and that's why I'm forgiving you. Or I forgive you because I'm a better person than you and I do meditation and I do the spiritual work. So I'm a better person than you. Still having that illusion that there's something wrong with that individual. When we truly forgive, we forgive without any attachments, without needing the person to even change. And the reason why we do that is because we do the work from within that remembers and, and, and reminds us of our intrinsic worth. And we realize that that person was never acting out of what we are or who we are, but what that person themselves was going through. And people don't understand that everything in this world, a physical ailment, if you have blockages in money, if you have blockages in your business, if you have issues with your children, everything is an opportunity to forgive and everything is a lesson in forgiveness. And ultimately, the lesson is self-forgiveness. And this is also where a lot of people get stuck. There's lack of awareness that they're not forgiving in some area of their life. Then they become aware of where they're not forgiving. And then what happens? They're uh, really horrible to themselves. They talk bad to themselves. They say, why can't you just stop? Why can't you just forgive? Or why did this still have to happen to me? And they keep playing that program over and over and over again until they get to the point where the energy system literally collapses. And that's where a lot of women come speak to me as well, because what you don't understand is that you might say you're forgiven, but your thoughts, your subconscious mind 
is projecting something else. And what it's doing, it's actually depleting your energy. Thoughts, feelings, and emotions are energy in motion. And your subconscious mind is running 95% of the day, the show, the entire day. So if you are not aware of these thoughts that are running in your head about the subconscious or about not forgiving, then what happens? Your energy is depleted. You're using up energy that you could be using to create something fabulous, to go out into the world and deliver your dharma and destiny by holding these grievances that are then eating up your energy system. So that is why we feel lost. We feel confused. We don't feel grounded in our body. It doesn't feel safe to be in our body because we're running away from whatever situation we've told ourselves that has been unfair or that has been unjust. So the first reason why we feel lost is because we don't forgive and we don't do the work to forgive. I've been doing the work of forgiveness all of my life. And let me tell you, it only gets more interesting and more interesting. And every day I devote it to forgiveness, which leads us to the second part. There's no acceptance or awareness of your shadows. See, a lot of the times we don't forgive because when we don't forgive, we are literally holding the other person or that story in shackles. When we forgive, we become afraid that then that person or that story will become liberated from us. And then what's going to happen? Who are we going to be without the story of being abused? Who are we going to be without the story of things not going right in my life? Well, that is what is known as your shadows. And a lot of people, this is why they don't meditate. This is why they don't do the spiritual psychotherapy work. It's not because they don't have time. Gosh, if you don't have three minutes to meditate on in your day, you've got to meditate for 45 minutes because there's something really seriously wrong going on in your life. So the second thing is that we're actually afraid of awareness. And what we're afraid of is we're afraid of these shadows, right? We're afraid of these emotions that society has told us or dogmas, doctrines, religion, or parents. You know, don't be a, a, a weak person. Don't cry. Don't feel angry. Don't feel uh, depression or don't even feel anxious. You better not be feeling envious or jealous. Oh my gosh, that's a sin. So because we've been programmed to do that, it is very uncomfortable to sit with ourselves in meditation and to become aware that not only are we the problem, but we're also the solution. So as we become aware of these shadows, what happens is your soul stops needing to escape its body. When you do not become aware of your shadows and you learn to accept them through a stable nervous system, which we'll talk about a little bit later, what happens is you are a fragmented soul. So your soul does not feel safe in the vessel, in the physical body. Because remember, the body stores memories of trauma. They literally become blocked energy in your body that then end up turning into a tumor in the liver, cancer, or something else happening on in your heart, or things of that nature. Everything is correlated with an emotion. So when we are not facing those shadows and learning how to become aware of them, because as we become aware of them, what happens when you know all of your shadows? No one can use them against you. So you not only do not feel lost, you authentically are able to walk in your path, not caring what people think about you. And the reason why you care what, what people think about you is because you've been running away from your shadows. You're afraid to go within and to face these parts of yourself. We all have them. 
This is the 3D. There's polarity here, meaning dark and light. Otherwise, it wouldn't exist. But you are a soul that incarnated in the body to transcend that. That is the big awakening of the age of Aquarius. That's what our ancestors spoke about. The Mayans, the Aztecs, our ancient Egyptian ancestors, way back since uh, the time of the Pallades and the uh, time of the um, Atlantis civilization, this was already predetermined. So what we have now are tools that will allow us to go within, learn to become aware of those shadows and learn to alchemize them, transform anger, into creation right but you can't transform it if you're not aware of it and the reason why we don't forgive is because we're not aware of those shadows and we blame and we become victims in this world and when you don't honor your shadows and you don't become aware of them of course you're going to feel lost the soul is not at peace you are a fragmented soul that is constantly seeking out uh, approval and also uh, worthiness from something outside of you the likes you get on social media, what your mom thinks of you, you know, what your children say about your cooking. And that is inevitably a pathway to destruction and to continuing to feel lost. So shadows are very important because what you bring to the light of awareness dissolves, right? You bring a shadow to a light and it completely alchemizes into something amazing and useful. I call it wisdom which you can actually learn to then share this with the world, right? That's why you were born and incarnated. And the third reason, which leads us to the third reason why you feel lost, is that you really have no intuitive guidance. There's no communication with your soul. Now, intuition, like we've talked about right now, has a lot to do, obviously, with being a whole and not a fragmented soul, where you've done the work of forgiveness, where you're using things like kundalini yoga to release the trauma from the body where it feels safe to be in your body it feels safe to come to your mind and meditation even if there's days where you're unruly because the, the the solution to you coming to meditation and you thinking about all the things you've experienced and all the things you have to do during your day is that the more that you do it the more you become aware of it and the better your nervous system uh, gets, which means you stabilize yourself more. So the solution to all that unruliness is to do more meditation. That's what it's all about. And so the third part about this is that when we don't have intuition, yes, it has a lot to do, obviously, with our spirit and with our soul. And the fact that we are a society that has been trained into the logical mind of only education. But at a, in a neuroscientific way, in a level that I'm talking about as it relates to actual your brain, what we're talking about here is your nervous system and the fact that your pineal gland, your pituitary gland, and your hypothalamus are not functioning correctly. You see, these three glands in your brain, the reason they stop functioning correctly is because you live in prolonged periods of stress. You may be addicted to cortisol because you may have grown up since you were a child in a very chaotic environment where now your body literally needs the cortisol to continue throughout its day. You also may have deep traumas that have not been processed, which damages the brain. Like I've shared with you all so many times, you know, there's children that have had brain scans that have not even had physical abuse. They've had emotional abuse. 
that they're 12 years old and their brains, they look like a 90 year old brain. And the reason is because emotions are energy in motion. And if you've gone through trauma and if you've suppressed it, instead of allowed it space to breathe, then your brain is going to take a big hit. And when your three glands are not working correctly, you're not going to be intuitive. We even know in yogic science that when the three glands are functioning correctly, the hypothalamus, the pineal, and the pituitary, what starts to happen is a beautiful secretion of chemicals that not only heal the body, but they start to flood an area of the brain called the cave of Brahma. And the cave of Brahma, this is how you scientifically or neuroscientifically explain the mystical experience. When you're a being where the brain is functioning correctly, you're accessing these glandular system, you're accessing these secretions that are then allowing you to connect to something bigger than yourself. So when we talk about intuition, it has to do everything with your nervous system and it has to do especially with your brain and the agility of the brain. And what people don't understand is that in the age of information and technology, you are absorbing more information in one day than your ancestors did in a hundred years. So of course your brain, like a processing system, just like a computer's processing system is going to be deeply impacted. It's not that we have to avoid technology altogether. It's just that we also have to introduce new solutions, new ways to bring oxygen to the brain, new ways to keep the brain nice and agile because logical Thinking is not going to make allow you to thrive in the age of Aquarius. In fact, it's creative, intuitive, hard coherence that is what's going to allow you to thrive. And most of us are so trained out of the hard coherence because we're so addicted to the cortisol and we can't trust ourselves. We don't trust what our body's telling ourselves. We don't trust what our heart is saying. And then we get involved with what is known as pop culture because what is pop culture? It's just a set of beliefs that are programs that are fed into the pop into the culture so that other people can just follow along like sheep, you know, just follow along and copy what the other person is doing instead of discovering yourself, going within and figuring out, you know, what is it that I'm here to do? Asking those questions. I mean, how many of us have even taken the time to even ask those questions? It's so simple, yet we don't do it because we're so programmed in the we haven't forgiven we don't feel worthy enough and we're definitely suffering with the nervous system that's getting ready to crash just like a computer system so we're not intuitive just because we haven't practiced the muscle you know there's a specific sound frequency that you chant this sound frequency 25 times every day and you will know and see beyond what the physical sees you it builds specifically the intuitive muscle. This is a Kundalini sacred uh, sound frequency. And we chant this 25 times every day uh, in our community, in our women's community, every morning in sadhana. And we do this to build that intuitive strength, that intuitive power. And the miracles that have come out from the women and also from myself is intense. Like sometimes intuition, you have to also learn how to use it because um, it can be overpowering if you're in a room and your intuition kind of can read everything. Uh, it could be overwhelming. So it's very important to also learn, learn how to use it, which takes us to the solution. So if there, these are the three reasons why you're feeling lost. There's a lack of forgiveness somewhere in your, in your life. 
you're not aware or not addressing the, the shadows that, that you've been running away from for a long time. And the third thing is you're not using your intuitive power. You're not following your intuition. You're not following something higher. Well, then the solutions are actually pretty simple. And that's the really amazing part about the age of Aquarius that, you know, like I said, the stresses are so much bigger, but wow, we have solutions that we've never even had access to in such a long time. So the three solutions are, of course, the opposite, right? In the first arena, in the lack of forgiveness or in the, yeah, in the lack of forgiveness, what we've got to do is we've got to bring healing to the level of the mind, right? We've got to be able to unload the subconscious. And this is why these solar eclipses are so powerful or any type of eclipse when you're actually meditating during eclipse time, like the power of the energy is so much bigger that you can really go deeper into the subconscious and, and unload it so that you're able to rewrite those stories. And it's not enabling, it's, it's what I call a miracle, which is a shift in perception. So what happens is that as you go within, there's two ways to do this. There's meditation, obviously, right? But a lot of people think that immediately when meditation, you're gifted introception, which introception is more like you're kind of scanning. You literally are like sitting and scanning like awareness of what your day was like or even like what you're feeling or what your body's feeling. There's like a really beautiful body scan that we learned in uh, Kundalini Yoga Therapist training that really allows us to, again, stop the story because remember, you're having a thousand thoughts every time you blink. So you're like repeating these subconscious programs over and over again, right? So through that uh, psychotherapy or through that awareness, you're able to go into the subconscious and stop the thought where it's at through awareness. That's all it is. It's, it's nothing else but awareness because through that awareness, you can learn to become curious. Now there's some obviously forgiveness. Like I said, it's a deeply layered process that a lot of times we think, Oh, I already forgave that. And the healing journey being not cyclical and be not being linear, but being more cyclical, Things will come back around just again to show you, right? Here's where you're at. But again, that's where we learn to have a lot of compassion with a lot of strong nervous system. So the, the, the where we really bring forgiveness to the light or where we actually fully enable ourselves to forgive is where we actually call upon help. And this is where in meditation, you're actually doing introception, which is the scanning. And then if you're dealing with something that's really, really heavy like a deep child abuse or something comes to your awareness that happened in your ancestral lineage then i invite you to not keep that to yourself and to actually invite god to invite your highest consciousness to invite if you're uh, somebody that has always guided you in your life maybe it's jesus christ maybe it's buddha krishna whoever that is or maybe it's you in your highest form of gratitude, I do invite you to, to as you're doing the introception scanning, if it's something like that, to welcome God to help you. Because we have to be humble enough to know that we're not alone and that God actually can help us and actually is the one who finishes the work. We never fully finish it because we still are in the logical mind. And this is, again, when you get that brain working correctly, you're creating that mystical experience and God is speaking to you, you know, at all moments. Now, the second part of this, as it relates to the shadows, it goes into that introception part. Now, the meditation work will take you to have that 
appointment with yourself. And yes, it's needed daily because every day we consume information. Every day we become aware. And this is why the most successful people like meditate. They associate their success to meditation. I actually shared a quote recently. Um, Wes Khalifa, of all people, said, I didn't know he meditated or I didn't know he woke up early. Um, but he said, you know, I used to think going to sleep late was like the real boss thing to do. Now I've realized that to really boss up, you have to wake up really early. And that's the truth. If you're a CEO or high level uh, corporate leader, uh, entrepreneur, which many uh, women in my community are, like the your success is equated to your morning process. So it starts there, right? So introception, you bring yourself into meditation and then you invite yourself to scan what you're feeling. And that's what I call the shadow work, right? This is the, the work that we do within our academy. It's an appointment with yourself to not judge. And this gets better and better at the beginning. You know, when women start my academy and my group coaching program, I always tell them it's going to be pretty invasive. You know, it's not going to be easy, especially the first few weeks, a couple of weeks at least. Why? Because you're gaining awareness of all of these things that you were suppressing in the past and it does it even as you're leveling up there's women that go into you know their practice and have been working with me you know for 40 days now they get a promotion or they open up their business because they're doing the healing work well they're leveling up so like the shadow might come back at an even bigger level i mean when you're leveling up and you're starting your dream um, business when you've met the relationship of your dreams you know all these different things are happening great in your life you would think that it would be a walk in the park but that's exactly when our wounds our inner child stories that's when they come up the most and that's where you have to be really um vigil and and have this awareness so that you can become aware of why that's happening and and of course how not to self-sabotage your success and so the second part of it is the solution to that shadow work is to have that appointment with yourself where you're actually doing the scanning work and you're asking yourself these questions like how am i feeling what, what am i feeling i know it sounds very like mundane but it's it's priceless because if you're constantly just running on let me drink some coffee some red bull and running on that subconscious program the actions you're taking are not productive and also like you really are just repeating everyday life like that's why that movie click you know that that's a real thing adam sandler like most a lot of people live their life like that they're they're so caught up in the get up in the morning go to the office come home do what i do and go to sleep they don't even realize that they're doing that and especially they're not aware of the shadows of of the things that are really holding them back so the second solution is you have to set up a time for yourself to always have this uh, appointment with yourself for this deep introception work for this ability to get into what is going on you know asking the questions and ultimately becoming your own advocate in healing your own advocate in your success because if you're not preparing for your success then what are you preparing for and your own advocate in how you relate to all of life and then the third part which we talked about intuition well how do we heal this aspect so we don't feel so lost well, that's simple, right? We got to heal the nervous system. We got to heal the brain. And the only way that we can heal the nervous system or that we can heal the brain is by going within. There's no magic pill. There's no pharmaceutical. There's nothing out there that is going to take us and deal with the wounds, the shadows, 
the traumas that are stuck in the body. If we do not learn to do the meditation work, not only will we not have a stable enough nervous system to become aware of everything that's happening, but we truly will continue to live on a repeat program where we won't trust ourselves. We won't be able to trust our, our hearts and where we're leading or where our soul is leading us to. And we'll definitely feel lost for the rest of our lives. So that's where a lot of people like truly don't understand the power of meditation and the power of going in and, and doing the spiritual psychotherapy work. I love you more and thank you so much. How are you? Happy, happy moon day. Um, yeah, Ale, it's so good to see you here. But you know, that's where today's lesson comes in handy, ladies. So every Monday and every Wednesday, I'm sharing with you all a spiritual psychotherapy lesson and a meditation to go along with the work that you're doing for the week. And since this week, we're talking about how not to feel lost, how to find yourself way back home. One one thing that I'll invite you to do, and this is a meta, uh, psychotherapy work that you can download actually in the podcast notes, is one of my favorite lessons from A Course in Miracles. And you all know that A Course in Miracles has been instrumental in my own healing journey. When I combined it with Kundalini Yoga, and I went to Kundalini Yoga therapist training as well, it just became so obvious of how both of them not only not only empowered each other, but really worked so beautifully together in bringing healing to the body, to the mind, and to the spirit. And one of the lessons that really transformed my life, and this is one of the reasons why I even began the healing journey, you know, completely masculine driven, only listening to my logical mind, not listening to my heart, and not following my purpose, which was creating a lot of other illnesses in my life. That really was one of my biggest hindrances. And this lesson in A Course in Miracles is an exercise and it's a meditation that literally, if you practice this even one time, it can completely change your life. Because when we look at all of our problems, really the same problem we always have is we believe we're separate from God. And that is the big awakening that is happening. And one of the things I'll tell you is the word God, like it doesn't have to trigger you. It doesn't, you don't have to believe it in a way where we've been told like of this man that sits up in a chair that judges us or that things were good and bad. And, you know, the way we've been told, even through religion and through our parents trying to protect us, you know, they did the best they could. You know, they said, this is good, this and this is bad, and you don't want to do this because you're going to go to hell and all these different things. I mean, they told us what they were taught, right? But that in itself is the big awakening that is happening. And as we start to create a relationship, an intimate relationship with the divinity, with the God that lives within us, not that lives in a church or that lives in a guru or someone outside of you, because if you see that beauty in God in someone, then that's because that God exists in you. And that God is calling out to you. And that's what this lesson gives us as a gift. It literally, the affirmation is, and this is lesson 41, which you all can download, of course, is God goes with me wherever I go. So it's an affirmation. And the way you're supposed to actually use this exercise is you're supposed to take just five minutes of your day, five minutes of your day to sit still and to repeat to yourself, God goes with me wherever I go. And what you do with it is you don't stop the thoughts from coming because there's going to be a lot of thoughts that are going to come flooding you. You know, you're going to start thinking about how God has been unfair, 
about your problems. You're going to start thinking about, you know, what you have to do for the day. Maybe you're hungry. There's a lot of different things that are going to come into your awareness. That's not, that's not the point. The point is for you to set aside just five minutes to repeat this to yourself with your eyes closed over and over and over again. And the power of this, of this practice is that you'll realize, and this is what happened with me, and this is why I've become such this masterpiece of work that's given to us right now. It's just become so instrumental in my life in creating miracles, like literally every time I pick it up, like instant, you know, healing or instant awareness that I need it. And that's what this lesson does, because what it does is that we, it actually is really easy for us to contact God. Really easy. If you believe otherwise, it's because it's just a program. It's just a belief. And you can change that belief through this very simple exercise. The Course says that you might even say it's the only natural thing to do in the world to speak to God. Like that voice that you've been hearing, and I'm not talking about the frantic one, the one that scares you, the one that puts you in high levels of anxiety. I'm talking about if you become still and you allow yourself to sit with those or unconscious, anxious thoughts, they only last for 60 seconds. I heard, I think it was a neuroscientist that said that. So if you can sit through 60 seconds of that program that keeps telling you you're not separate, you're separate from God, God thinks you're a sinner, you're unworthy, all these things that were programmed to believe, wherever they came from, miracles happen. And especially if you keep repeating to yourself, I am, God goes with me wherever I go. Because it is the only natural thing for you to be connected to something bigger than yourself. This exercise can bring startling results. And even the first time you attempt it, that's how powerful it is. And please do not trust my words. Experience it. Try it for yourself. You can read the entire lesson as you download it on the podcast notes. But ultimately, can you take five minutes of your day and say, God goes with me wherever I go? If you start to do this, not only are you not going to feel lost, you're going to feel divinely and intuitively guided. And a lot of the times we make this so complicated when it's actually really simple. The solution is you're not separate from source. You are God herself realizing herself through you. And that awakening comes with a lot of humility and responsibility. So as you practice this exercise and you give yourself five minutes, allow yourself to also receive the miracles. Allow yourself to receive the healing. Time is just an illusion. Why put off the inevitable of your coming home to yourself? That's how powerful this lesson is. So this is lesson 41. God goes with me wherever I go. This brings solution to the three things we talked about that make you feel lost. Forgiveness, lack of forgiveness for others and for yourself. The inability and awareness to have of your shadows and you not being intuitive. Just a simple exercise to get you there. Now, many of these exercises I keep on my phone as reminders. So I have reminders from A Course in Miracles that turn on every hour of the most powerful lessons that have transformed my life from the spiritual psychotherapy work, which I've been practicing since 2008 
and I've been teaching for the last three years. Inside of my academy, the Sovereign Woman Academy, I actually was literally guided and downloaded the specific lessons that would get us the results of holistically healing body, mind, and spirit. Those specific eight lessons that actually brought the healing home for myself that work on also breaking those ancestral karmic cycles. But this is also a really beautiful lesson that when practiced with humility can absolutely transform your life. So practice the lesson this week. If you really want to take this to a deeper level, then I would say practice it for seven days minimum. And if you want to go all in, 40 days. Repeating to yourself, God goes with me wherever I go for five minutes every day. And it doesn't have to be in the morning. It could be in the morning. It would be way more powerful. So you can start to change your, your lifestyle habits. But wherever you are, in the office, as you're driving, it is better if you find a place where you can close your eyes because you do want to like literally go within and just explore and see what comes up. You know, you're not alone when you're doing this. You're bringing it to the light. And in the light, you're not alone. You're always guarded and protected. So don't be afraid as those shadows as they do start to come up. And what a better week to do this meditation and this lesson because we have a solar eclipse, ladies, on Sunday. So whether you like it or not, major new beginnings and major awareness, major truths are going to be revealed. There will be a lot of shadows exposed with especially Pluto going retrograde the day before. So we might as well work with the energy instead of work against it. And that's the beauty of having these beautiful, incredible psychotherapy work that we can all use in today's day and age. So again, download the lesson from my website. And if you haven't downloaded my free e-guide, you also want to download that as well. It's literally a weekly mental health plan to help you body, mind, and spirit. Gives you affirmations for the day as well as a meditation for the day and planetary information so you kind of know how to work with the energy every single day of the week. So you can also download that by clicking on the link in my bio here below or in Instagram there is a, also a, a link in my bio and in, in Facebook there's actually a link right at the bottom right here. So ladies, you don't have to feel lost. Not only could you heal yourself in this age of Aquarius, but you could thrive and you could truly reclaim your sovereignty in all areas of your life. Start today and I promise you, you'll be looking back even 40 days from now thinking why tonight starts sooner and thank you, God. And like I mentioned, I'll be back next Wednesday with the Medicina, with the actual meditation so that you can have something in your tool belt that will allow you to not feel lost, to feel deeply connected, guided, intuitively guided, and on your dharmic path. So join me again on Wednesday. I'll also be talking a little bit more about the solar eclipse, how to prepare yourself with this meditation, as well as this energy of Pluto retrograde, and so many more amazing things that are happening during the week. Thank you all so, so much. Thank you, Ale, so much for your beautiful, kind words. Thank you, everyone, for joining us live. And of course, if this resonates, like always, please share it with your community. Share it with your sisters, with your friends. Join us in our movement of women reclaiming their sovereignty in all areas of their life. Satnam and be blessed, everyone.